talking about in a while. That is the budget, the state budget. Still, It's still in limbo. Yeah. Um, and what's still hanging it up, and that is an insistence by uh, Speaker Robin Voss on a tax increase or somehow trading out a tax cut to reward road-building lobbyists. Um, who knows what's ultimately going to happen We do know that there are huge, huge, huge dollars wasted by DOT. And we also know that the secretary of DOT is working to try to eliminate as much waste as he can in his capacity at this very moment. Brett Healy with the McIver Institute is standing by on the phone to talk about a study you guys did uh, that looked at some pretty easy to identify top level waste. And you were identifying almost $2 billion in waste. Good afternoon, Vicki. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, part of the debate that's been going on at the Capitol for a while, uh, there's this insistence by some that somehow there's not enough waste, fraud, or abuse within the transportation budget to close the supposed billion-dollar shortfall. And so uh, a couple members of the MacGyver staff last week sat down and we thought, well, let's give it a try, see if we could identify some questionable spending, some wasteful projects, and see how big of a number we could come up with. And as you just pointed out, uh, in relatively short order, and we certainly are not claiming this an exhaustive list, uh, but we were able to identify almost $2 billion in questionable spending and that's a conservative estimate. We don't have uh, a hard number on some of the bigger systematic changes that you and I have been talking about for a while, prevailing wage right. and some things like that. So uh, we were uh, surprised at how quickly we could come up with a big number, a big number that would supposedly solve the transportation shortfall that is holding up the the larger budget at state capital. Let me also point out, and this you just posted today, uh, Secretary Dave Ross, after finding over $130 million, you know, basically in mason jars, presumably, you know, buried in the backyard of DOT, not long ago, he's just found another $46 million um, doing some sort of, um, you know, back-of-the-napkin calculation. So we're almost $200 million in accidentally discovered savings because we happened to get a new DOT secretary. And it's important we take a, a, a second here. It's so hard and so rare to have a public servant who's looking out for the taxpayer. And we have right here in front of us proof positive of just how important it is to have someone in charge of an agency who's looking out for the taxpayer yeah. first and not the special interest. Uh, so Dave Ross hasn't been on the job that long, less than a year, I believe. Uh, and we just find out today in the uh, next quarter of bid letting, they've been able to achieve uh, $46.7 million in taxpayer savings, lower uh, costs for road projects. And as you point out, that's on top of the $130 million that they were able to, uh, savings that they were able to achieve just back uh, this past April. So, uh, thanks to one uh, one simple change at the top of the DOT, and we've seen almost 100, 
$80 million yep. in savings in a short amount of time. Just because we got a better DOT secretary. So when I say accidental, I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious. I mean, he's looking <laughs> for this stuff. So I don't want to, I don't want to short give, give a uh, secretary Ross the short shrift here. He's, he's working to do this, but you know, he's not, he, he's not empowered with a, you know, a giant staff of people who can go through things and, and sort of audit them the way the legislative audit bureau did on the top line audit. And yet he's finding this stuff when he goes looking for it. He's finding hundreds of millions of dollars potentially in savings just from his oversight. Now, t- let's take a look at your article here, um, the, the, the research that MacGyver Institute did. I mean, some of this stuff is truly absurd, but when you total it all together, we're almost at $2 billion. Why is DOT paying for Milwaukee's bike rack program? You know, and that's a reoccurring theme on this list is just how much transportation dollars we spend on bicycle infrastructure. It's not uh, just, yeah, it's to, not just rounding uh, errors, is it? No. It, and, uh, I'm, I have nothing against bicyclists. Uh, I don't want to have people attack me as being anti bicycle, but when you take a look at this list and then you put it in context of the debate we're having at the Capitol right now, which is, we need to spend more money on our roads. Why haven't we asked the question, well, how about if we shift some of this bike money over to the roads, maybe in, at least until we get through some of these big projects that uh, need to get done, like the zoo, like the north-south I-94 from Illinois to Milwaukee, like the Verona Road uh, monstrosity going on there in Dane County. Why wouldn't we make that shift, at least temporarily, so that we can take care of some of these high-priority projects, and then maybe we can get back to you know, spending $10.5 million on the lower Yahara River Trail? Yeah, or the, uh, or the West Dallas Crosstown Connector Bike Extravaganza, or the Root River Parkway Greendale Bike Trail, or, or the bike roundabouts, or the roundabout driving training videos nobody watches. I'm just going over some of these. Um, by the way, I'm skipping some of the big ticket items, too. We'll get to those uh, separately. The design build savings, uh, the DOT bid failures, and the savings you can realize from that. Um, but I'm looking at pedestrian or bicycle projects. Here's another one. Um, $3.6 million for a pedestrian bicycle bridge in West Dallas that was built right next to another pedestrian bicycle bridge in West Dallas. We've got an otter exhibit at the Milwaukee County Zoo that DOT is paying for to the tune of $12.4 million. Um, The Taj toilets in Portage and Poinette, $22 million. Another bike path uh, at Starkweather Creek for $312,000. Here's another bike path for $3.6 million. The Cannonball Bike Path and bridge project. I mean, it goes on and on like this. Yeah, and we're not saying that you could go back and somehow rip out the Taj Mahal rest stops. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But we simply sat down and tried to prioritize projects, prioritize the tax dollars that we're already bringing in and whether or not we could reach significant savings. And and, you can. uh, And you can. And, uh, you know, thanks to your listeners, I know they're going to have plenty of ideas of their own. Uh, We can't drive every corner of the state. And so uh, if your listeners uh, know of a local project that drives them nuts, uh, I would encourage them to go to the MacGyverInstitute.com website and uh, give us uh, give us a tip. Yeah, give give give. If you say, look, I know they ripped up this intersection twice before, and they're doing it again. 
Contact MacGyver Institute, or you'd see a roundabout that 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 replaced a perfectly fine four-way stop intersection. Let them know. You know what I was really surprised by? And the, everybody should read this, by the way. It's MacGyverInstitute.com. It's from last week, so I think, Dave, if you don't mind, we'll hook this up to the blog. and get, make, make a special post at WIBA.com slash Vicky and make it easy for people. You were, you know, you were, we've always been told, you, me, everybody else is told, roundabouts don't cost that much money. And we find through the investigation you guys did, they sure as hell do. Here's a $3.5 million roundabout in Siren, Wisconsin, population 806 people. And that's a perfect example. God bless the people of Siren, but uh, when you're taking a look at your transportation needs, and priorities? Uh, I would, uh, and priorities. I would say a new roundabout in Siren, Wisconsin is probably pretty low on the list. And again, if all the mega projects in the state were done and paid for, uh, but they're not, they're currently under construction, uh, why are we paying for these sort of projects out of the transportation fund when we should be sending all of the transportation money we can to the to the most important projects in the state. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, and some of these I know have local matches, but that's also the local governments not prioritizing their dollars as well. Here's another one point five million dollar roundabout. I mean, th- we we were we were told these things were you know were were you know rounding errors. Um, what is this uh, use public feedback at two point three million dollars? Uh. Is this the safe space? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, an attempt to use uh, uh, actual feedback from the public on what projects aren't needed. And uh, Why does it cost $2.3 million? If we, uh, if, we could, uh, if we would make better use of that uh, idea, I think we would save uh, millions of dollars, the $2.3 million. Yeah, but that's but it's costing two point three million. Why isn't it saving two point three million instead? That I don't understand. That makes yeah. no sense. I mean, if you're doing this to get people to give you feedback, it shouldn't be costing money. It should be saving lots and lots of money. Here's a thirty three million dollar bike path plan in St. Croix County. Thirty three million dollars. Are you who's who is smoking dope at DOT? Well, and that one is, that's a perfect example of decisions at the local level. Uh, you and I have nothing to do with that decision, but they've made the uh, decision locally that they want to uh, make a significant uh, investment into uh, into the, the bike infrastructure in their local community. The problem is that they're going to come to the state and ask for money to pay for that, and that comes out of the gas tax and registration fees that we all pay. So uh, while this one hasn't been uh, charged to the state taxpayers yet, it's a perfect example, and it's not part of our overall total, it's a perfect example of the problem. These local decisions uh, where they're not responsible for paying for them, and so they make really expensive decisions, and then they go running to state government, to their state politicians, and say, please, please, please give us more uh, transportation funding to pay for this, and oh, by the way, you probably need to raise the gas tax to do that. Yep, and now now we'll go to some of the bigger ticket items here. Design build savings, which has been calculated in other states to have saved between 15 and 20% per project 
per project. If you were talking about a $100 million project or a billion dollar project of 15 to 20 percent savings, um, that's kind of hard to put to the bottom line of, of your, of, you know, of your report here. But it's substantial on on bigger projects, even smaller projects, because nothing's a teeny, teeny project. And a 20 percent coupon on that would be pretty important. Very. I mean, who wouldn't want to use a 20 percent coupon? But for some reason, uh, we won't even consider the idea here in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, well, it is part of the it's part of the DOT, the big DOT reform package. Um, But that is not something that we can count on ever happening. Be nice if it would. Um, So uh, uh, close to two billion dollars in savings. What was the um, what what was the the claim that was being the false claim that was being made by people who claim we needed a gas tax increase? Wasn't it that we had a billion dollar shortfall in transportation dollars? And they were looking at uh, the mega projects that are currently underway, and then the north south uh, ninety four corridor that needs to be completed from the Illinois border to Milwaukee. And so they came up with the idea that uh, with all of this pent-up demand in the mega projects, and then if we need to reduce bonding levels, uh, we're a billion dollars short. And so a billion dollars in cash short because they wanted to eliminate bonding. Yeah, and so that was the genesis of uh, this exercise. Well, let's give it a try. See if we can come up with uh, string together some. some questionable uh, uh, spending and and some savings and come up with a a big number. And lo and behold, uh, we did. You know, here's another thing that that was um, questionable by DOT and why the legislature didn't um, didn't think to to say anything about it. But when they add the the engineering staffing positions, you're calculating that at ten million dollars. But over time, you know, pension payouts, health care benefits, all of that, that's probably larger. I mean, these are big, big dollar items we're talking about here. You know, million, million, three million dollar projects, $10 million in additional staffing costs for, you know, for questionable quality. Um, you know, the types of materials you mentioned, uh, rebar used in road construction, uh, that isn't necessarily, it's not necessary to use stainless steel rebar instead of a different type of rebar, $30 million, $10 million here four million dollars there five hundred thousand dollars here and and you know over time over you know just the course of taking a look at a few you're at two billion dollars and dave ross wouldn't even consider the stuff that he's already found almost 200 million dollars yeah and you bring up another great point another reason why we put this together you know this debate's been going on for a while Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth um this was another. This was an attempt to try and put down on paper all the different ideas that people have floated. You just mentioned the rebar change. That's an idea of Representative San Filippo from uh, the West Dallas area, and uh, we don't claim credit for that. But we added it to the list. And if you come up with all these, you know, individually small little items, these 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 great little ideas, it's proof positive that you can get to a big number pretty quickly. Yep. And people should check it out. In fact, Dave, our, my man Dave here is going to make it easy and put it up on the blog at WIB.com slash Vicky. Give him a couple of minutes to do that. Otherwise, you can go to McIverInstitute.com and see this report and also the news story on the front page uh, of Secretary Ross. Again, I mean, a, a government, uh, you know, a secretary of DOT who's actually putting the taxpayers first. It's just... We just never Kudos thought we'd be Secretary there. Yep. <laughs> Kudos to Secretary Ross. Thanks, Brett, for being on the show today. Thanks, Vicki. Brett Healy from the MacGyver Institute. I will be right back.